Hey everybody and welcome to the show. Feeling well. I'm Ralph here as always with Lloyd Howell. Good to see you. How's uh how's how are the vibes? What are the vibes in the air? The vibes are I'm unwashed. Um mm-hmm. we're recording a little earlier than usual. I've got some uh got some coffee making its way through my system. I'm enjoying, mm. you know, the sort of you know, you you, you want to have a healthy film, you know, the sort of film mm. of grease that rests across your body <laughs> when, when you wake up in the morning up until you take mm. that most unnatural of things, a shower, you know? Oh, oof. Horrid. Which I know you're not you a know? fan of. I'm kind of on my Lloyd Howell show no, no. now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, bath bath once a week if you need it or not. That's uh, that's that's my way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm speaking of like greasy films. You know, like coffee sort of has that oily quality to it, and it kind of I feel like it kind of coats your insides. With uh, a, it, it uh, does with coat a your tongue. Layer of yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I describe so, coffee itself as oily, but it. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not its principal quality, but it definitely kind of leaves a resin. Sure, like, like a very yes. small amount of uh, stains your tongue. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I when I mm-hmm. get to my uh, my typical coffee drinking, um, you know, I'll brew about a half a pot in the morn, and uh, I'll have uh, or not a half a pot, more like eight of the measured cups. So about maybe mm. closer to three quarters of a pot. Um, the first cup will be okay. great. And then I'll be like, I'm going back for more, pal. And then I have another yeah. one that's less good. And then the third cup, like, just tastes awful. And then maybe I'll attempt a fourth yeah. cup. And then, like, the coffee will already be a little bit cold. And I'll just end up throwing, like, half of it away. Yeah. That's, it that's is my a, usual uh, trajectory. Mm-hmm. You, you fall in love with coffee every morning and then fall out of love with it by the time... It gets to be that's about that's very true. You know, it's noon. almost it's almost like any yeah. relationship in miniature. Yeah, where it's like in the beginning, right. in the beginning, it's like it's 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 great. It's satisfying. Oh, then it's got to have this coffee. Then it's just sort of pleasant, and it's it's better to have than not. And then you just start yeah. seeing that that foul woman for what she is, and then <laughs> and then after a while, you decide you're better served to just pour it down the drain than to take another sip. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Why are you, as a man, drinking a third cup of coffee? You know, that's right. That's uh, yeah, it's that is that is that is beta behavior. Um, real real men make do with just the one. And I then, do uh, find that I'm happier. I do find that I'm happier when I when I brew. Here's 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 the trick: is that I I not only brew a smaller amount of coffee and only have about two cups deliberately. But I use mm-hmm. one of my smaller mugs because I have oh. I have I have several coffee mugs that that range somewhat in like if we're going by um, sh- sort of the the measured cups that are on the pot is each of those I guess each of those is a technical cup right or is it less yeah. it feels like less but um, anyway going by those units like I have like a big mug that's kind of like my favorite mug. And I feel like that that holds at least two, uh, mm-hmm. and then I have a smaller mug that only holds maybe about one, and it's a mug mm-hmm. that has a cow on it, and it says to someone outstanding uh, in their field. So you know, it's a little bit of a, <laughs> you know a little bit of a just a yeah a little a little, a little joke to help you start your day. You know? <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Just that's right. Kinda, 
And so I find tantalize, if, tantalize the senses. Yeah. So I find if I have the smaller mug, in general, if I use the smaller mug for more cups and have less coffee, that's more ideal. But I'm usually just too much of a of a of an indulgent pig, and I, I can't help but drink the yeah. coffee until it makes me miserable, even though I know it'll make gotta, me miserable. That's right. You got you got to chase the dragon. That's the uh, yeah. That's that's the trajectory. Like you know, for me, for my part, like. Um, I will. I will generally. Uh, I have like a French press, and so uh, and I have a I have a grind and brew like one of those things you can kind of like set an alarm on and it'll it'll like grind the coffee, brew it automatically. But the grind and brew, you know, oftentimes like it's it's relying on gravity to move the beans to the grinding mechanism, and so so often often like that that pot of coffee will be quite weak, and I'll kind of I'll kind of like have my I'll have my morning coffee from that, and it's fine. It's a little weak, but it's whatever. I can like I can go do my morning chores, and then by the time that kind of gets cool, I'm like, ah, I need something a little stronger, and so I'll like grind the beans myself for like a French press, and that'll be like a stronger pot of coffee. So you have this whole ordeal. Time. So you like grind the. I mean, I go through phases where I'll sort of grind beans as I go, but. You have the French mm-hmm. press and everything. What is what is the reason for that? Are you are you like that much of a coffee buff? Why you, you don't have a regular one on standby? Just a just a pot. I I do have a I do have a regular one, and that that's like a like a you know just like a regular drip coffee machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, something about that French press, you know, you can it feels it feels like a, a more controlled process. It feels like okay, I can I can kind of leave my mark on this in a way that uh, kind of delegating the right. brewing to a machine yeah. I don't really feel. Um, I don't so know that, if that, I have so that, that refined pot- of a coffee palate, but I, 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 uh, I appreciate the, the, the process. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a palate thing necessarily. It's more of just like I need I need that additional intensity. Like I need I need to kind of escalate the uh, the 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 like kind of the um, like the narcotic quality of the thing I'm consuming, mm-hmm. um, as the day progresses. So are you saying it um, makes it stronger? I thought you said it makes, it makes weak coffee or is that just depending um, on the, how much time you devote to it? Oh, I mean like the French press, I make strong coffee in that you can, you can make it as weak as you want, but I, I, I make it strong in the French press. It usually comes out weak in my regular drip coffee maker. Oh, I see. Um, so yeah. you were describing the so. drip coffee maker in the first place. Okay, so the French press yeah. makes it stronger. Well, I had um, yesterday. I went. Uh, I went on over to um, my usual uh, uh, lunch pail, average Joe, salt of the earth. Um, mm. The people the Lord uh, loves most, sort of Mister Coffee, <laughs> standard coffee mm-hmm. maker. Nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing fancy and un-American like Lloyd Howell over here. Um, <laughs> but I, oh la la, oh I love my <laughs> nice little French press. Uh, I will not help you in uh, Iraq. French to invade fr- Iraq. Uh, yeah, I won't do it. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. Yeah, French press is. I thought that was when the Frenchman holds the woman down. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I uh, opened. <laughs> I opened the. I opened the lid and um, and I found that the inside was now home to a bunch of. Uh, I believe they were like infant cockroaches, like the ones that are very oh, no. tiny and translucent. Oh yeah, the the nymphs. Horrible. Yeah, and I was I was I very that. disgusted. So I, I've had this coffee maker for uh, about a year, 
and it, it's like kind of broken so i just threw it away you know just with the bugs in there yeah but like i previously i remember like i previously would find those guys like kind of at least i saw them like on top of the lid one morning and like on the sides and like i cleaned the coffee maker but seeing them there again makes me wonder like how many times have i just unwittingly like brewed coffee and like killed and consumed like those insects uh, with without knowing yeah best not to yeah. think about maybe but um yeah now now Oof. i have now i have to get another yeah because i've been having uh uh i guess it was uh, i wondered why they would even be in there but i i guess i read that they're attracted to the moisture uh inside they're of, like warm yeah. warm damp places yeah that's, that's their favorite but now i'm like yeah. but now i'm like scared to get another one because it's like well how do i avoid this happening again i mean i've been i've been consistently having like a couple of like again like little cockroaches around my sink but like i like i like me and my roommates you know do the dishes like right away i've been i've been cleaning the area with with different Mm -hmm. fluids maybe it's just that time of year i don't know but um but now i'm like i have an irrational fear of of bugs getting inside of whatever replacement coffee maker i get i've considered maybe getting a fancier one i don't know well, I mean, as long as there's a, as long as there's little kind of crannies and crevices for them to hide, they're gonna do that. Um, you know, if you if you truly wish to avoid the, uh, you know, uh, kind of buying a new house for cockroaches, you could do something that's just kind of a much simpler thing, like a French press or like a mocha pot. Uh, you know, but uh, all all those all these all those like like the Mister Coffee things, like the coffee makers that cost fifteen bucks and and are meant to last a year and a half and be thrown away like those are those are just it's the perfect home yeah i feel like if i just get one that's a little bit nicer that like seals off at the top a little bit better yeah we would be in good shape i was just uh i was just looking at some um uh on amazon of course not with the intent of buying anything from there i just wanted to get mad at what it represents but i was (laughs) i was looking at some and like every product on amazon has four and a half stars and the first mm-hmm. six reviews are always like two stars stopped working after two weeks badly scalded my hands and penis would not buy again <laughs> it's it's very it's very strange and difficult to to navigate it's like it's like the button broke so i i plugged it in but then it exploded and it's like well it still has four and a half stars i don't know but um mm. oh everything is so good ralph everything is is like I just I just love that every every product is is uh, is is has uh, had a positive impact on our society. That's that that's what you call toxic positivity. I would say just kind of you know people people kind of feeling the need to uh, to to kind of mark what's good what's good in the world. Like oh this this coffee maker um, functions as intended. You know this this cheap this cheap item. Well um, I'm I think that break in a year. I mean I'm sure that the that the coffee makers are mostly fine um or else they would have uh lower reviews it's just for whatever reason the i get the impression it's just like the stupidest most entitled people who will then elect to write reviews theirs are then more prioritized not to defend uh the the products themselves or the process by which mm. they're reviewed but that's the impression i get because what kind of person do you have to be in the first place to take the time to review your coffee maker on Amazon, you know. It's it's obscene. It's it's perverse. <laughs> if you uh have you ever written you, a review of a product that you've purchased on the internet? 
No, I have never. Not. Um, no, no. Um, I, I think I've I think I've left reviews for local businesses, but uh, that's probably really like what you know, th- like positive ones. Like if I had a nice meal at a place, I know, see. I'll say, you know, it's like good meal. But you haven't left you like know? a negative Yelp review of a restaurant. No, no. I I've never, never I've never reviewed uh, a restaurant or anything like that. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not on Yelp. I like, I do it on Google reviews since I have a, like a Google account already. It's mm-hmm. just easy. Um, but like, I do regret it. I do regret it now. It's like, why, why did I, why did I add a data point to this? Why did I, what did I provide yet another, yet well, another, if, just, just, if it is indeed a of, sort of, a sort of local business, I suppose a, a review could, could feasibly help it. I don't know. You know, ah, but, but you want to no, be off, you want to be no. off the grid. You want to be off the grid. I want to. I, I want. I well, want. I want to scrub all evidence of my passing. Well, you shouldn't um, have gone to I the restaurant right, in the first you know. place. Really, that was that was the mistake. That's true. Yeah. You should. You that should, was a mistake. You should never articulate. You should mistake. never articulate your your being at all. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. Listen, I'm I'm moving in that direction. That's it's like, how right. do I? How do I just? You know, how do I abnegate myself in real time? Yeah. How do you know? I don't want to. I don't want to die, but I just want to make as little of a footprint in any way, negative yeah. or positive. Well, there's no positive as, yeah. as possible. No, possible. Yeah. no, yeah. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. No. Um. I. I will. I will simply. Uh. I will. I will become forgotten during the course of my own lifetime. Like you know. There'll mm-hmm. be no period that's like after I die. It's like, oh, remember Lloyd? No. no, no yeah, no. you're like dipping no your one... toe into death and eternity bit by bit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're dying. That's how you cross over. Yeah. Yeah. Really, that's what we're that, all that's... doing, but you're getting rid of the social pantomime that's that sort of uh, disguises that. Like even in your yes. even in your emotional life, in your personal life, um, in your social life, you're you're dying a death every day and becoming ever more slight yeah that's how you that's how you cut the puppet strings that that's the only way to achieve freedom is to kind of you know become a a uh just become a kind of a walking corpse yes sorts i agree yeah so so that that's that's something i'm looking forward to that's something i've been working on um (laughs) it's always good to have a long-term project yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely what you're doing is really what you're doing is really you know how people will set will will sort of like they'll claim to like reclaim their agency by sort of embracing mm-hmm. some facet of themselves or or sort of mm-hmm. recontextualizing something that's been um, imposed on them or that somehow symbolized their oppression or, or something like that or, or their abuse. Mm-hmm. You're kind of doing that with the concept of mortality itself. You're sort of you're yeah. kind of you're kind of re- you're reclaiming your death. Where you're like, no, mm-hmm. my death is my own project and an expression of myself. Yeah. You're taking death yeah. back from eternity. Like your death belongs to you and it's a monument right. to who you are, which mm-hmm. is nothing. Like you're yes. you're claiming ownership of your own entropy and demise. And I think that's really mm-hmm. brave. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. I uh I, I think it is also pretty brave. Um you know, just just kind of be the snake that consumes your own tail, um, and uh, and just kind of let that let that knot kind of wrap in on itself until you curl up and are nothing mm-hmm. in your own time, 
on your own terms. That's self-care. You're, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call self-care. The ultimate oh, form boy. of self-care I, is the destruction of the self. Absolutely, absolutely. That's kind of Just, Buddhist. Um, that is a bit. I suppose that is a bit Buddhist. Yeah. Now that you now that you mention it, um, <laughs> <laughs> freedom from want, freedom from the delusion of of of, of life and its value. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the eight howl path. <laughs> uh, so so my so one of my dogs got quilled the other night. Uh oh. Like you know they they I, I let him out to I let him out to pee. Yeah, I let them out to pee, and and they like charged up the hill, and then came right back, and uh, and one of them had uh, porcupine quills in two of her paws, and so I put the other dog in its in its at the in its enclosure, and I like, you know, I, I just kind of I, I hold her in place, and I, I I pull out the quills myself, and it's you know it's not that bad, but it's still very painful, very very unfortunate, and this is this is pretty late at night. This is like eleven p.m. And so I've like I've like had a few beers already, and, uh, and so I'm. There. So this I'm was a nocturnal porcupine like, attack. This was yes, because uh, yeah, porcupines are they sleep during the day and they they, they go out at night, and so it was all the it time. Was, it really? must have been right next to the house. Yeah, yeah. But isn't, I mean, didn't you, you kill can, the first one in the daytime though? Um, it was it was like uh, no, the first one was evening. The first one it was like like nine p.m. It was like twilight. Oh. Um, the second one I killed during the day, and it was sleeping in a tree, um, and so that was uh, oh, that wow. made it a lot easier. Damn. Yeah. Um, that was that's a real cowardly. Been, that's a real. That's not a very sportsman like kill. It was a it was a clean kill though. You know, right. whereas the first one was was a lot of kind of thrashing around and uh, you know pain and terror. Right. I guess this it was. was just mo- like, I guess this was it was more. Out. I guess it was more humane, even if it was cowardly yeah. from a hunting perspective. Perhaps, yeah. You know, it it it, it died in its sleep, um, just just lights out. Right. Um, but anyway, there are rumblings but, uh, at night on the homestead. Tammy is Tammy is traversing and, uh, the lawn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and so I, I kind of I, I hold her. I, I I pull the quills out, and you know, quite painful for for the poor thing. Um, but I get done with that, and uh, I, I like I disinfect the wounds, and I kind of I, I put her up in in, in the paddock. I go and I get my gun. Mm-hmm. I get uh, Hell I yeah. get I get my headlamp, um, and I and I and I, trun, I trudge off into. You the put night on your you put on your you put on your Navy SEALs trucker hat. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> I, I get I get my my ghillie suit and uh, you know I, I put a I put a smear of grease beneath my eyes. Wasting a lot of time, um, but yeah, I really truly you know. And you put on your bullet. You put on your camo vest. Yeah, your bullet. <laughs> yes, vest. just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Um, your night vision goggles, so, your and, cup, but you know, inch Mike. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, gotta, <laughs> you never know. You never know what's, what's going to happen. Um, so, but in truth, it was just me in like, like shorts and a t-shirt and like my, my boots, like holding, holding my gun in one hand. I got my headlight, uh, my headlamp on. And I, I, I look, I look all over the place for this porcupine. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like pitch black out at this point. Um, and and I go off. I, I like I can't find it around the house. I can't find it like in the field. And so I go off into the woods, and uh, you know, and and I, I know where these things live. There's like a porcupine tree in the woods. It's like a hollowed out tree where where these where these guys sleep. Um, and so I I, I kind of make my way up there. It's like really it's really kind of steep. 
um, it's like very disorienting. It's uh, it's like this 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 kind of dying pine forest. Um, very eerie to be in. Just and you know. Like, so you're I, really I go going after this porcupine. This is. Quite, I'm really going yeah. after this thing. You know, because I'm like probably against my better judgment because I'm like kind of drunk. <laughs> like I've, I've got my, maybe that's I've motivating got my, things I've got a little my bit. Firearm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit. It's like you know, because I, I just I just pulled these 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 quills out of out of my dog, and it was very painful. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go kill that right, thing. Right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this. This right. is a this is a, so, a passionate kill. See, you yeah, you, you weren't yeah, hunting so, dispassionately. That was your mistake. Mm-hmm. If you were a true, I, right, if you right, were a you true be, operator, you would have checked your emotions at the door. That's right. That's right. I would have set up an ambush with uh, you know inter, inter overlapping fields of fire and, mm-hmm. and and things of that nature. That's exactly. that's that's uh, that's the that's the true warrior's way. But I was just a, I was just a fool with a, with a rifle in the a woods, tr- a drunk and, fool and I, with a rifle in the woods, a drunken fool stumbling. <laughs> just I must have just sounded like a like a stampede, just kind of crashing <laughs> around, like you know, breaking stuff. I fell down at a couple of points, like uh-huh. just just like slipping on because it was kind of it was kind of right. like damp and misty, and so I, I would like slip on taking breaks out of breath to stuff. check Twitter, just <sighs> scrolling, yeah. <laughs> no service. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this ends in you in a, in a glorious score, right? You kill it. It's sh- no, no, mm. it does not. I, I I wander around the woods for probably forty five minutes. Forty five um, minutes. You know. Wow. It's like slipping and falling, and and like you know, and 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 I I thought like this would be a hell of a time to like like die by accident. You know, whether that is, you know, accidentally, you know, discharging the firearm into myself or whether that is, um, you know, slipping and falling and like impaling myself on a uh, on a sharp stick of some kind. Or it would be a very artful sort of ending to the indie movie about your life where we sort of follow you from from New York to, to making this move. And it's like kind of a very. Uh, uh, coldly observed uh, sort of slice of life movie about your mm-hmm. your sort of existential turmoil, and it sort of ends in this series of scenes where you know you're kind of drinking alone in the dark, but then the dog comes in, you know, you know, injured, and there's sort of like a a gruelingly mm-hmm. sort of prolonged and and realistic scene in which you're taking the quills out of the dog and 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 treating its wounds and you're maybe doing an imprecise job because you're impaired and it's like it's it's like kind of a it's a very like sort of upsetting and visceral scene and then mm-hmm. and then you go and you like sloppily um give chase to the porcupine and it's like kind of like it's like a weirdly long sequence like in the dark sort of incoherent you're not positive mm-hmm. where you are the viewer is not positive where you are but paced in such a way that you think there's going to be some kind of payoff but then after like 10 minutes of screen time you're just sort of out of breath and you look around and you're not really sure where you are and you know there's just kind of a beat you breathe and then it's just like a cut to black and it's just like we leave you there oh. ambiguously oh. In, in that uncertainty you know and that's, that's good and that's like the that's period at the end of that sentence yeah <laughs> that would be a good ending yeah. just a just a lonely drunk in the woods with a gun and uh yeah man that's i like that that's that's pretty poignant 
It is. I should. I should have yeah. simply. I, w- I wish I could cut to black after that. I wish I could. You know, just, uh, well, you always could, but uh, I always could. Yeah, I always could. Hmm. Oh boy, you know that. You know that. That's just to kind of. That's 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 where I am recently. The, uh, you know, it's kind of summer is winding down. It's getting it's getting cooler. You know, I can I can see the uh, I can see the the I can see the winter just just around the corner. Um, I mean, we just had a heat wave you know, over here, but yeah, 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 yeah. So, so did so did I. But you know, last couple of days, it's been it's been dipping back in. I can I can I can smell it. I can I can see. Yeah, but the weather, the but the weather is changing. so unpredictable these days. Like it always, it always. Like I I, I I feel like last year we had a weirdly, we had a we had an unusual sort of, like kind of old school gradual transition into an autumn from the summer mm. whereas i feel like so many years previously my experience it has just been like a uh, sweaty hot summer and then immediately pain weather cold winter where you don't even yes. where there's like hardly an autumn and um and you don't get to sort of enjoy that sort of uh, transitional uh, experience and the crispness of of an autumn, but there actually yeah. was one last year. But I, I don't take for granted um, the autumn or the spring due to due to climate change. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've I've mm-hmm. come to expect just going from uh, the dead of winter to oppressively hot summer and back again gracelessly. But I I, I cannot I cannot abide like the lack of the like the shoulder seasons. If there's no spring and no no autumn, if it's just going from you know blazing heat to kind of either the kind of like the piddling winter of new york or like you know the or like the actual cold of up here i don't know i i i, I really like a season sure you know? i mean autumn is That's, my favorite uh, time of year i'm not saying I, I i like it i dislike it i just i i found that to be the experience over the last decade yeah. is that it, it's it's typically uh um a sort of abrupt uh transition but Maybe yeah. you don't agree. I don't it know. It sucks. But. It sucks, man. I, I I do agree, and I I I loathe it. Like you know, I and I, I noted its passing. It was like a a thing that I kind of noticed would would happen less and less every year. There would be less of a there would be less of an actual transition. It would just be I don't know this this flattening of everything, um, which which is uh, you know the effects of climate change, of course, yes. and. Uh, and you know the autumn, yeah, the autumn. Yeah. It always, it always, it's very bittersweet. You know, it mm-hmm. always, it's, it always causes me mm-hmm. to reflect on things. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of nostalgic. You know what else has got me feeling nostalgic is all this Afghanistan hoopla. Oh yes, uh, a part of believe it's a been part of it. A, a little, a little bit of it gives me a little, a little tingles, reminding me of my childhood when we first invaded right. these. <laughs> These terribly ungrateful <laughs> countries, but uh, <laughs> that simply oh, refuse to boy. govern themselves. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my goodness, what a what a what a what a spectacular collapse! Like like really and truly, like you gotta you gotta just kind of take a second, think about the totality of it, and just think like, wow, yeah, it really just. Everything, everything that that the U.S. tried to do there just evaporated in. I, a I, week. I gotta say, like over the over over the twenty years, 
like Taliban. I I feel like I I don't exactly have a grip on what the Taliban is. I feel like I would always just hear it thrown in there with Al Qaeda and ISIS, and I was like, I don't I don't know what is Taliban. And then also you hear about Hezbollah. Like a lot of these, I just don't even fully understand what yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Q, um, Q Lloyd, I, Q Lloyd's long-winded explanation of what each of them. Well, are. actually, the Taliban is a, is a loosely associated group of uh, fundamentalist Islamic fighters. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I do not have a, a a great grip on on Taliban studies. But uh, I was looking at the I, Wikipedia I was, I was, page for Hezbollah. I shared it in the chat. I I really am like a weeaboo for like Muslim military and terrorist organization aesthetics like mm. i love all yes. the flags like like of mm-hmm. course the isis mm-hmm. flag is dope um oh, yeah. famously as as i've as i've said and you know and and exploited it and like hezbollah had like this really cool sort of rectangular vertical art that would just look mm-hmm. that would just look so so fresh and so clean on a t-shirt maybe i'll just like in addition to the isis totes like whatever is the current u.s enemy in the narrative i'll just start printing mm-hmm. shit with like their i'm not even yeah. sure what to call it their flag their logo what, 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 i don't know what to, to say but right right i mean that 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 image you posted was uh it's like it's kind of a logo but it's a, it's a little more complicated it looks almost like a poster you know like, yeah well that's uh, like the thing because yeah that one looked like that one looked less like a flag but also, yeah. it's not like they're a nation. So, would you call it a flat? Like, what? Uh, just what's the word for that? Yeah, their their official right. art. Right. Their their sigil. Their uh, their 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 um, their heraldry. You know, you might say. Sure. Um, well, whatever it is, I'm really into the aesthetic. We should uh, we should try to commission a like something for the podcast. That's that's like you know like like a a a, a a take on that style you know something right like that. but wouldn't that kind of that's uh, that's a little too close to what red scare did with uh ah you're right you're right but they kind of took that from, forget it they kind of i feel like they kind of they that was somehow i've been told that there they took they i've been told they, they that did, they did kind of take that from, I, I i i i had gifted sam he claims i had i had gifted him one of the isis tote bags and he posted a picture to it of it to his old Twitter and that it was circulated and that it was somehow engaged with by this artist who ended up being the artist who made those uh, Red Scare t-shirts. So No way, really? So I'm not filing any accusations. Oof. I just, you know, it's mm-hmm. I have reason to believe that mm-hmm. there may have been some some ABC connection there. I don't know. But but the fact is, I wouldn't want to do that. I, I wouldn't want to do that for the podcast either way, because you know it's it's no. already been tapped. But maybe I'll still open the yeah. Etsy store and just can I be sued by like the Taliban for using their art? No, right? And not yet, unless they are kind of recognized by the international community. Yeah, and know? like in if a they, way, uh, the CIA would probably because like on the one hand, it's like hey, they're the bad guys. But it's also like, well, mm-hmm. I'm stealing their content. I'm stealing their IP. Right. So in a way, I'm right. doing my part right. to to wage a war. I'm kind of I'm kind of both sidesing it. Where in a way, I'm ripping <laughs> off America's enemies, but I'm also supporting uh-huh. them rhetorically. Right. You are you are denying them. I'm a man without resources. a country. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm I'm just you, a you're, you're a 
I'm a dark, you're a stateless podcast the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. You're you're kind of an operator in your own right. That's right. You know, you're a you're you're a, you're a mental and social operator. I'm an, I'm know, independently a virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, 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 and who knows where you're gonna strike? Mm-hmm. You know, you you kind of you'll, you'll you'll disappear into the into the dark web and, and emerge somewhere yeah. ready to ready to kind of grab something some 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 kind of some kind of golden nugget mm-hmm. and you know suck it back in that's right and, and make something of it for yourself mm-hmm. that you will benefit from you know and uh you know because because we can't we can't uh a man's got to make his own way you know are, are we suddenly saying that ralph is not allowed to absolutely be a man of enterprise are we are we saying that that ralph is not allowed to you got to get you know, a grip these the, days use the sweat of his own brow you got to play the you got to yeah. play the sides against each other that's right. That's right. No one's going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta take initiative. You, uh, you're it, like it's so easy to just sink below the surface. If you stop swimming, even for a second, mm-hmm. you're just going to get swept away. That's right. And I, I and Ralph, I say, I say, you know, you you keep you keep paddling. Thank you, you keep paddling along. I walk between and the I, raindrops. I yes. Oh, you sure do. Mm-hmm. You sure do. It shows. Yeah. It shows, pal. Let me let me let me tell you. Thank you. Uh, See, I see. My plan is to is to be constantly moving, and your plan is to be mm. exactly in one spot. But really, we're both we both have the same aim, which is to, in, in a way, sort of disappear out of the matrix. Um, mm-hmm. But I I want, you know, I sort of, I I I am motivated by by greed and gluttony, whereas you are trying mm-hmm. to move into the inverse of that. And to exist mm. less, you want to sort of leave the grid so that you you can become less than. Whereas I want to increase my reach and and increase uh, that which I engulf. Right. Yes. You so wish we're, to, we're two uh, sides. To, we're two sides to, of the same coin, though. I think so. you and I. Like, like, you and I are not you, so different, to, Mr. Howell. I, I think. I think there's a kernel of truth to that. You know, you, you wanna you wanna just vibrate at such a frequency that you that you I'm everywhere can, and nowhere transcend everywhere and nowhere. You wish to you wish to be in all places at once. You wish to you know just 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 blink through life and and kind of become part and parcel of everything. Whereas I wish to slow my motion, become become so motionless as to just kind of drop through the cracks. Right, you know, to, uh, yeah, yeah, slow down so 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 that someday I might, you know, to put it to put it another way, Lloyd, you and I, it's like what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. <laughs> I think we're going to be doing this for a long time. <laughs> You know, if I if I if I uh, caught a Lloyd, I wouldn't even know what to do with it. You know? <laughs> oh, man! Imagine imagine a modern day remake of of Batman. You know? Oh, wow! Where, what a thing where, to where, imagine where, the thing that's happening. What if, yeah. what? <laughs> imagine making superhero movies. Yeah, in I actually I'm looking at Twitter right now. Literally, the Batman is trending in entertainment. Oh, yeah. that fucking movie. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. Imagine a, a remake of the Batman. Like what? Would be, yeah. 
Just, just, just. There's turn constantly that over in your a bad movie. Yeah. No, no, no. Hang on. I think there's something to this. You know, there's just, currently just, like just, two. There's there's currently like two parallel universes of Batman. That's the new thing is to not even have a regard for like a continuity. It's something. Right, it's something right. like there's the Justice League universe Batman now that's going to be played mm-hmm. again by Michael Keaton, which is kind of interesting. Uh, sure, uh, yeah. that they got old ass Michael Keaton in the mix, and then and then there's like and then there's like the 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 dark, artsy aesthetic Matt Reeves Robert Pattinson uh, Batman that's that's coming out mm. parallel to that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just Ralph. I just want to see one where the Joker has a dang podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Well, that's apparently they're I making want, Joker or... too too. I don't know how you do Are that. Are they? Yeah, yeah. That's what I hear. I don't know if it'll come to fruition, but I believe it's it's been announced. But yeah, those, but you got to see you got you got to see the Hollywood. Batman. You gotta you gotta support your close personal friend who co-wrote the screenplay. That's right. Yeah, pur- purchase pride, baby. We That's gotta right. gotta yeah. you know gotta get some butts and seats for the for the Batman. You know? Yeah. <sighs> Oh, I actually learned somebody I from. I, like I actually guy. learned somebody from your graduating class died of the Delta. Oh, did they? Which nah, one? No, nah, I'm just kidding. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I. I. keep in touch with literally one of them, so I would. Yeah, I assumed uh, you wouldn't care. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Cool. Yeah. Um, but then I thought maybe God that would all... maybe that would be in poor taste, just in case you had no. you had any sort of emotional attachment to any of them. But um, I, 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 I do, I do kind of remember now and again, like the people that I went to college with and how, how thoroughly they have evaporated from my life. Like, you know, so few people I am, am I still in, I am still in touch with. And the ones that I am were not the people in my class. Like it's uh, me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Among others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. You know, I think it is a, I think it is a, a but you were, but you were a bit of a, you were a bit of an outcast in that class, I gather. Um, I wasn't really an outcast. I just did not, uh, I failed to form strong friendships with them because I had a crazy girlfriend that I, uh, that's right. It all comes um, full circle. That's right. Yeah. So, so she she sort of sequestered you away from having, uh, a social life. That's correct. (laughs) <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's unfortunate um, that's an unfortunate use of your college time but yeah i would say so i would say so in, in retrospect you know not the uh, not the greatest use of my time but what are you gonna do just uh yeah. just propping up the broken psyche of a uh <laughs> deep damned individual hey um uh anyway if any of you guys are listening feel free to feel free to reach out i'd uh, love to hear from you um uh, class of 2000 oh interesting whenever yeah reaching know. out um, yeah. Uh, what were you? The class of 2009, right? I forget. It was around <laughs> you there. don't forget. But, uh, but yeah. Batman, folks. What's he going to be up to this Batman. time? <laughs> Who can say? Who can say? That, that, that Batman, he's always, he's always getting around, getting up to, getting up to this and that. Um, I, 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 I look at, I look at these superhero movies. I look at kind of like Marvel's what if, I look at uh, you know whatever whatever James Gunn's new Suicide Squad is like. I look at all of these things. I I I it it makes me 
like it it makes me curl up it, it right. makes me um i you know. i i rewatched uh, basic instinct a couple days ago mm. um you know hamana hamana yes uh pr- pretty good movie not not a great movie not the best paul verhoven movie but but watching it i was struck by just how sexually explicit it is and um mm-hmm. you know i mean there are, there are obviously more sexually explicit movies but for like a mainstream hollywood movie with like like with like stars in it like it was surprising uh to me to just just sort of thinking about like you you can forget um like just how infantilized uh mainstream entertainment is nowadays like people like you know like people online will will sort of uh, deride uh you know the marvel movies or whatever as baby movies and but like you don't really realize how much that is actually true until you watch something that is like like a, a movie that is like full of sex and drugs and violence without any sort of yeah. moralizing qualifications just like just like right. sort of flagrantly like a like a dirty movie for adults like like right. like hollywood used to be in the business of just sort of selling sex and titillation to to a a, a not small but like targeted adult audience you know with no consideration right. for right. people who were not adults and and to watch something like that which of course used to be fairly ubiquitous uh really kind of puts in perspective how much they are baby movies and how and how infantilized <laughs> it is it's like oh yeah this is these are people in in spandex and capes like this is this is ridiculous mm-hmm. but it, but uh. even but even to sort of the the most uh, uh discriminating uh uh, sort of hater like myself you you're kind of conditioned by it just given the volume and and ubiquitousness of it all you know mm-hmm. mm. uh, it's 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 really stultifying like it it, it feels like a i don't know it, it uh I, I think about i think about earlier conversations that we've had about like you know about art and you know the value of the value of of art as like kind of a like an abstract thing um you know the 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 value of having these kind of um you know uh authentic expressions of 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 the human experience um who come from especially gifted individuals whether you know no matter their provenance just like having these things exist in society like having them be a thing that is valued by society and you know i've i've kind of i've kind of gone back and forth on this and we've argued bitterly about this but like like goddamn um any any anything would be better than uh than what we got it seems um, yeah well i mean why i mean to, but uh, yeah but i mean why even but like the those like the like these franchise movies are not art like they're they're not the no, yeah so no. like they're they're simply not it's not a matter of whatever we've had this conversation before but uh i mean it's it's just it's not the it's not like any one person or even a body of people's like personal expression or project which could be said of like it used to be like when it came to like mainstream hollywood movies it could be a little ambiguous as to whether you would call some art maybe but here like the process is is so hostile and excludes uh sort of independent thinking to such a degree that it's 
it, it, it's like saying, you know, like an Ikea, a piece of Ikea furniture is art, you know, it's, it's just, a, it's mm-hmm. just a product mm-hmm. that excludes, um, anything that is specific to, to one or, uh, a combination of people. But, uh, fun fact about basic instincts, uh, before watching it, I happened upon, uh, this article, which was an excerpt from, uh, Sharon Stone's memoir, which I suppose came out earlier this year, and mm. uh, Sharon Stone, great actor, uh, went semi-viral recently because she was uh, shit-talking Meryl Streep in a somewhat refreshing oh, yeah. way in, in some kind of yeah. interview, saying like, everyone, I'm paraphrasing, but like, oh, everyone sucks Meryl's dick, you know, she's in all these prestige pictures, whereas there's so mm-hmm. many other women who, you know, can do compelling work, but they don't have her sort of minted status for whatever reason right but um it was it was a it was a a chapter of her memoir that was about the making of basic instinct and specifically her reaction to the infamous scene in which of course she briefly uncrosses her legs and you know her her vagina is is Mm. you know visible and um Mm -hmm. apparently she was told on set that nothing was visible and she was just asked oh. to like remove her underwear because the the its whiteness was like reflecting the lights or something like that and so she she saw the movie in the scene for the first time like not like just her and the director and whoever but like with a with like a suite of agents and lawyers anticipating a lawsuit um and and saw then for the first time that her vagina was visible and she was she was understandably like like outraged and humiliated and she like slapped Paul mm-hmm. Paul Verhoeven and called her lawyer. Uh, but then it's interesting she kind of like describes like um, thinking about like well I, I should try to be objective you know what if I was a director and I I got that shot either accidentally or otherwise or this or that and just sort of this kind of actorly meditation on how oh I you know I fought for this part and. Uh, this, you know, this character has, was so challenging and now I'm being challenged again. And, you know, long story short, she decided against fighting to have it cut from being in the film. And at the time, um, with, I guess the actors guild, it was, it was illegal to, you know, obviously shoot her in that, in that way, uh, especially without Hmm. her knowing, but I guess for artistic reasons, she ended up allowing it to be in the film. So not entirely sure what to make of that, but. Uh, Verhoeven sure was lucky. She was so cool about it, I guess. But uh, yeah, but yeah. But credit to oh God, credit to Sharon uh, Stone, one way or another. But um, <laughs> that would be that's a bit of a breach. <laughs> hmm. It's like uh, you know, I'm 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 in I'm in someone's movie, and it's like, yeah, hey Lloyd, um, just just take off your uh, take off your underwear, like you know, we're just gonna, we're just oh, gonna no, poor Lloyd, scoot the camera by your 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 penis and balls real quick. We're just gonna. Just gonna scoot it on by. Right. Don't worry about it. You know. Just uh, yeah. Your you know your your frayed checkered boxer briefs are are special film lights. It's <laughs> reflecting off of them. Uh-huh. Yes. It's reflect. And there's and the and the and, and you would immediately be like, ah, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have worn these. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, of course. Hi. Hey, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Whatever's best for the picture. You know. Then and then sure to help. And then sure uh, enough, your your character of of uh, bartender number two. 
too when he when he <laughs> when he comes around from the bar to to pick up the the crate of glasses the the backside of your scrotum is plainly visible and you're like hey what the heck man <laughs> what the heck is that like perfectly lit yeah just, yeah uh, you know. yeah it's like yeah, yeah there's there's like yeah there's like a like a what do you call it just like an inky aside to really make that scrotum pop and it's like mm. this isn't even what yes. purpose does this yes. serve yeah. <laughs> why was I why was I standing around while the while the while Grip and Electric was uh, just just having a field day? Yeah, it's like just, what uh, does this contribute to the to the story? I don't understand. I don't, if I, anything, it's a galling distraction. But uh, yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Art, folks, we need more of it. We, we always we always find our way uh, back to talking about the Joker, Marvel movies. Coffee and Lloyd's dick and balls. We simply can't quit those uh, things. So we, we just keep <laughs> <laughs> try as we might. We always we're just the vessel that these things yeah. flow through. Um, yeah, we yeah. can't help it. It's, we're we're guided by providence. You know, we don't know. we don't we don't know. know why we arrived at the backside of Lloyd's ball sack being lit inexplicably in the context of a fictional film project in which he's doing extra work. I don't know, but that's where. Know. That's uh, that's simply the the island we we washed up on, and uh, mm-hmm. you best believe we're gonna make the most of it and set up camp. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, and maybe maybe if if uh, if you were on a desert island, you know, um, what how how nice would it be if if a bottle washed up on shore, um, saying only the words patreon.com slash feeling well, mm-hmm. where go. for just five dollars a month you can have double the content. Double the references to the dang Joker, to my balls and penis, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. They're 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 you know they're showing up every Thursday, um, you know, and uh, and 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 folks, that's no yoke. That is no yoke. That's no yoke. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com/slash/feelingwell. We started the uh, as as we sit here recording. I could feel myself ripening. You know, a little, a little more sweat accruing <laughs> under my arms. My my lack uh-huh. of a shower, uh, truly announcing itself in no uncertain terms. I see. I seem oh. to remember there was like, what was with that that spate of viral stories of like one celebrity after another coming out against bathing? Like it, like it started oh, as yeah. it started as yeah. like it seemingly just some sort of like lame celebrity meme but then i i i i Mm -hmm. found myself being like truly confounded by like the the variety of celebrities like parroting that same talking point like what the fuck was that about i i I remember i remember like like in the in the the jake gyllenhaal quote he he said something like there's a whole world of not bathing out there What the fuck? What does what does that even refer to? That's that's well when like, it well when it was I, I well, the, when uh, it was just uh, Mila Kunis and fucking um, Ashton Kutcher, I initially was mm-hmm. like, whatever, this is like weird hippy dippy California celebrity shit, raw water yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was like so many celebrities. So I was like, yeah. what is? Like, what do they think they have to communicate by saying that? Like, and, it wasn't just like, and I, 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 like, I get it if it's like one like or the, two, like you said, yeah, it's like an eccentric LA thing, but it was like, 
it was like a campaign. It was like celebrity after right. celebrity. As, right. It was as if like their agents told them, you have to take a position on this publicly or it's going to look bad. Like it was right. fucking Black Lives Matter or something. Like, like truly, uh-huh. what was that about? <laughs> I, I mean, I saw the, I saw the understandable uh, like conspiracy angle that it is just kind of, uh, you know, like soft power social engineering to kind of get people... <clears throat> used to the idea of taking fewer showers. Oh wow, interesting. In in, in advance of uh, of of the of the almost inevitable water shortages that are, that are going to wow. that are going to hit California especially. Like California is oof, that's going to be just the hammer of the gods coming right, down in that right. state. That's going to be um, yeah, just yeah, one but, just yeah. one sort of front, yeah, in the campaign of yeah. of conditioning the lower classes to making do like, with less. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe we can bathe a little less. Maybe I maybe I can kind of flood my family's it, nostrils with my stank. You know, is maybe is fine. that what it was? If not, if not like a deliberate sort of like CIA conspiracy, is the explanation that they they think that that it sounds like you're being appealingly environmentalistic? Is is that what it's about? Or yeah. what would be your explanation if you if you had to reckon it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's. I think it is generally our mistake to kind of give the give intelligence agencies the credit that they are like, you know, sending little missives to certain key individuals and saying like, okay, like time to time to activate the like the the water the the the, the dirty celebrity initiative. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't right? discount that in every case. I just feel like it's likelier yeah. that in dumb celebrity brain. Yeah. Is I'm asking, is it that is that like just mainstream a position enough? Is is it even being presented as being like environmentalist or is it some other thing? Sure. Sure. I think I think you do see a lot of these kind of environmental aligned movements that are like kind of like rewilding degrowth like how do we how do we responsibly exist within ecological limits and so i think i think there i think there could be kind of a you know celebrities of course talk to one another it's like how can we but is that but is that i'm asking is that is that even part of what they're publicly saying because i'm not i'm not sure if it is because i feel like it started when it started with mila kunis and ashton kutcher it sounded like some kind of uh, like it was it was wrapped up in like new agey parenting sort of thing because they were talking about their kids so like i mean it, i don't it, i don't think it didn't have like i don't a, think the environmental angle yeah. is like i don't think that's that's why they're doing it i think it's a way to justify but are like, they okay, even like, justifying uh, it with that is what i'm asking i don't know i don't know the quotes but like are they deliberately saying it's an environmental thing because i don't think that was what the what mila kunis was doing but i i i don't i don't i don't think for probably not for everyone but i i think it's i think like you know, like environmental responsibility is definitely in the air. That is something that that everybody talks about, especially celebrities. They're like, uh-huh. oh, okay, you know, it's just a little thing I do to try to be a little eco-friendly. I mean, that's 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 absolutely part of it. Um, you know, maybe whether, it's just a maybe it's know. just a fad. Maybe it's just another, as we were saying, sort of a trendy faddish thing for people in their yeah. in their uh, milieu to say. You yeah. know, and they're probably using all sorts of you know weird soaps where you're not if you if you bathe too often it causes your skin to burn or something like that you know like Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. it's like raw denim but for the flesh you know something like that (laughs) something weird i'm already i'm already doing my part by by washing my hair 
twice a year. Or yeah, and they're being um, maybe you have to be mindful of your film to bring everything back. You know, if you're on a yeah. if you're on a, a mm-hmm. you know a daily adrenochrome regimen, maybe uh, right. maybe right. you know that level of moisture. <laughs> Uh, sends causes your body to send signals that run counter to the effects of the adrenochrome. You know, maybe it's something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And so on on the on the left, you have kind of like, oh, it's environmentally friendly. On the right, you're like, okay, we have to return to tradition. Like, let's go back to, you know, medieval times where you know, like a bath will make you sick if you if you if you bathe too much. Like, <laughs> right. you'll get sick. You'll you you will die. Like, you have to you have to keep your you know, you're, uh, you have to keep yourself pure and untainted by, by soap and water and suds. And, you know, whoever, whoever wins, Ralph, we, we stink. And, yeah. uh, you know, um, but, and, but I say, I say we reject all that. I say we, uh, I say we, you know, take a shower if you want to. Not a big deal. I'm going to take a shower. What's one shower going to uh, do? A golden shower. <laughs> What's yeah. more environmentally yes. friendly than that? Piss on me. Yum. Love it. That's love right. It. But Just, uh, <laughs> folks, <laughs> to have more piss in your mouth, head on over to patreon.com slash feeling well for $5 a month. You get double the content access. Are we really going to gonna call it that? <laughs> I don't know. That could that could appeal okay. to somebody. Look, I'm, I'm leaving no stone unturned at this point. All right. That's but right. Uh, follow yeah. the podcast. And we're not talking kidney stones. <laughs> That's, That's right. Uh, Thank yeah. you. See, Lloyd, mm. putting a button on it. That's We're professionals. That's right. But uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at feelingwellpod. Follow me at Hey Ralph, man. Follow Lloyd at Void Howler. Lloyd. Always a pleasure, my little piss piggy. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Alf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.